Good morning, Living Waters. This is Pastor Rob here, and we uh, we do this podcast to help connect you to the church and help the church feel a little bit smaller. I am on today with the one, the only, and you can introduce yourself. Pastor Josh. Pastor Josh. Yes. So, uh, yeah, it's uh, it, this should be fun. It's always it's always fun having Pastor Josh come on to the podcast, and and you never know really what we're going to end up talking about. I we mean, never we, we kind of roughly talk about it, but then you just never know where it's. Really we never know where we're going. No, <laughs> we don't. You don't. We're just going. Just stay along for the the ride this morning. So Here we go. Yes, the ride. The ride. So Josh has uh, he le- you leave uh, this week. I do leave this week. To go to Lima, Peru. Lima, Peru. Yeah. yeah. I'll be doing two things at once. I'll be flying yeah. and talking to the audience at the same time. Oh, yes. Yeah, you will. Amazing. Because this releases while you're in the air. Thursday morning. Thursday morning, yeah. I'll be in the air. I'll be at 35,000 feet when yep. this thing hits. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And you're gonna you're uh, you're packing all kinds of stuff. You've got you've got things you're bringing to people in Lima. Uh, you know, there's, there's, yes. uh, all kinds of things that, that I, that I've heard about that are going with you. So, uh, so many things, yeah. <laughs> so many things are going to Peru. <laughs> What's all going to Peru with you? Um, a good variety of things, including a pickleball set. Oh, a pickleball set. Is, Steve is, Ferricks <laughs> wanted me to bring down a pickleball set because he's doing pickleball evangelism. Oh, well that sounds like fun. It sounds like a ton of fun. Yeah. And People can meet Jesus while playing pickleball well, play. in Lima. We should maybe start that. We're getting older. We could probably start doing Dude. pickleball ministry. Pickleball. I like it. It's in our ministry. It's our 10-year plan. It's we're going <laughs> to have a, some pickleball courts. Our bodies aren't going to allow us to do much else. So. Nope. We'll, uh, be, we'll be doing pickleball evangelism. So I'll go watch Steve do pickleball evangelism with Peruvians, and then I'll come back, and I'll know how to do it. And then Oh, yeah. Put it in the ten year plan. We'll put those pickleball courts up, and that's right. Living Waters pickleball. Yes. yes. Yeah. Cause, okay. So fun. Of, so let's just talk a little bit about the fun vision for for maybe <laughs> maybe in the future. I mean, things that you yes. don't know. Maybe God will do those, those yes. things. But like as we as we dream and, yes. and think about you know the future. Yes. Uh, talk talk a little bit about that. Okay. So many are the plans of a man's heart. Yep. But it is the counsel or the purposes of the Lord that will stand. So we say all these things with a God willing, a big God willing attached to them. Uh, But God, yeah, has been amazing to our church and really good to our church. And, you know, even just a couple weeks ago, we're just seeing bundles and bundles of people come to church, which is really amazing. I mean, that in and of itself is exciting. So. And we're seeing people get saved, and as things keep growing, we desire very much to uh, renovate this building, finish it off, finish phase six off, debt-free, um, so that we can start church planting. Yeah. That's the idea. Yes. So the heart is to plant a church, to be a mother church uh, for a planter and a core group that uh, would be sent out of Living Waters Fellowship. How cool would that be? That would be really cool. Dude. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Amazing yeah. to see a gospel church uh, thriving and growing where there wasn't a gospel church before. Mm-hmm. Um, that So that's our heart. Yeah. Um, but beyond that, it would be, you know, back, back at the ranch, back in South Des Moines, we would want to continue to see 
Pickleball. Pickleball. <laughs> <laughs> you guys go plant a church. We will stay and play pickleball. Yes. <laughs> yes. We'll check in from time to time in between, you know, our, our games and our sets. But That's right. we're we'll, evangelizing during pickleball. Yeah. Yeah, you, yeah. 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 So no, it would be cool. Um we'll see what God has for us. You know, we want to continue to multiply our community influence here locally. So in Southeast Des Moines, the southeast uh quadrant of the city, we would love to see um just the ability to acquire properties and try to do some things here locally that would be a huge blessing to the gospel and more relationships and so yeah pickleball courts are part of that and there's some other things that we'd love to see sand volleyball courts and some other sports types things yeah that is lacking in our neighborhood Mm -hmm. for sure Mm -hmm. and then also um like an outdoor amphitheater would be yes in the vision someday yeah um where we could do outdoor stuff and there's a lot of ideas that would go with that um, just outdoor events, outreaches, community stuff, um, concerts, concerts. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that'd be concerts great. would be amazing. Yeah. And, yeah. and a host of other things, but we want to keep planting churches. We want to keep our, our vision set on that. And, um, so there's a long ways to go and God could change a lot of our plans. And I've learned over the years that, uh, you don't really yeah. Hold your plans really tightly nope. because normally those are wrong or <laughs> yeah. they get reprogrammed by God yeah. or reshaped by God. So we just yeah, want to start out as a cop and then and then you think, oh, I'm going to just keep being a cop until I retire. <laughs> and God goes, no. Yes. That's not what's happening. Yes. Look at your life. This is your life, Rob yeah. Pearson. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You, you hold on to them loosely. Hold on to your plans very loosely because yeah. you could go from PD to yeah. pastor. Rob. Yeah. And yeah. Wow. And you will have no idea it's coming. That's right. So how are things going as a new pastor? Oh, What's, wow. Uh, I mean, okay. you're, you're since okay. October, we didn't talk about this. No, we didn't. Pre-show. Uh, this here. is so not, this I, is off the cuff here. This is off the script. Holy Spirit driven question. Yes. Yes. Well, I would say that, uh, in the very, in the beginning, uh, there was a lot of, um, just trying to like, you know, a lot of settling in. And I wouldn't say I'm fully settled in but uh there was a lot of settling in in the beginning to where like you know I had rhythms and I had things I was doing for 19 years and then now uh, you know it's like okay yeah. you're in ministry and uh <clears throat> you know uh you just try to kind of figure it out <laughs> and so and so you know I think part of figuring out was like us talking and then a podcast and like how do we you know connect the church and so I love I love those kind of conversations that we have uh, that yep. end up morphing into something tangible, and uh, mm-hmm. and so I'm enjoying that. I enjoy uh, I, the youth. I love it, love it, love it. Uh, I enjoy seeing youth grow and uh, have more of a desire for God, and and then to see people. Um, stepping up even within the youth ministry in different mm-hmm. ways, whether it's leaders, um, you know, just, uh, just growing and, and reaching out to kids. Um, and then also like seeing some of the youth take on like worship, uh, on a Sunday night where mm-hmm. they're, they're stepping in and they're, they're singing and in front of all their peers. And, mm-hmm. uh, so it's, it's pretty cool. Or playing, you know, violin or playing, you know, drums or well the box. Um, so, you know, I'm enjoying, I'm enjoying that. I would say God is still stretching me 
and mm-hmm. I think we'll get into we'll get into maybe the the wheel that you talked about on Sunday sure. here eventually. But like you know, I think that's a that's a reality. Um, you know, with all of this is like you know because it's still uh, very new and I'm not experienced. Like there's a weakness there that is just uh, becomes you know. It becomes real, and yeah. uh-huh. <laughs> so uh, and then and then which causes the desperation, and you yes. know, like and then causes you to yeah. you know be on your knees before the Lord, and, and uh, so so that's good. Um, so yeah, I uh, took on education, so I'm trying to get some formal education. <laughs> yeah, you are. <laughs> You're a Liberty Flame. I'm a Liberty Flame. You're yes. a flamethrower. Yes. Hey, they they went into a bowl. They won. They got into a bowl game. They didn't win, but they got Their into Their athletics a bowl. are great. Yeah. They're yeah. the largest university in the world. Yeah. You belong to the largest university in the world. Wow. That's, that's incredible. That is incredible. It is not easy, I'll tell you that. It's not... <laughs> I, I, I kind of wondered what online education <laughs> would be like, and I had to do some gen eds, and math... I'll just say, math is kicking my butt, so... Uh, All you I, mathematicians out there, we salute you. Yes. Yes. All of you people who like numbers. Right. Ooh. Yeah. And I like words. I do too. God has gifted me with words, yes. not numbers. Words and people and And people. Yeah. Uh not not sitting down and, and figuring out like, you know, different formulas and which one applies to an inverse that's equation. So gross. Yeah. So that's anyway, so, gross. So, so that's okay. <laughs> question. Real yeah. quick question. Yeah. This is not a oh, fair man. question. Okay. This is turning into an interview with this Rob. Is, I don't know. He's flipping the script on oh, me right my. now. <laughs> oh, my. So, ministry easier than you thought? What you oh, thought? Man. Harder than what you thought? Yeah. What, where, how would you rate that on a scale? Oh, man. I would say uh, harder. I would say harder than harder than I thought. I would say my eyes were opening to that anyway throughout the, the part-time, you know, uh, pastoral stuff. But, like, you know, when I first came into it, uh, probably had a, I don't know what the right word is, like a romantic view of what maybe ministry oh, was. Yeah. And then, you know, it doesn't take long for you to get kicked between the legs. And then, <laughs> and, and then, and then you, yeah, you, you, you realize, oh, well, like, you know, like, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm a sinner. I know that. And, oh man, there's sinners in the church. And, uh, you know, and then, and then you're, you grind against each other and, and God uses that though. And so like, uh, I would say that, yeah, in that way, um, you know, it's, it's harder than, than I expected. Um, and I would say that, um, figuring out, still continuing to sure. figure out things I think is also hard. It's totally so. an unfair question because <laughs> there's so many nuances to ministry that you can't explain with words. Yeah. You yeah. know, there's a unexplainable part of ministry that no matter how hard you try to explain it, or you try to say, yeah, this is, yeah, this is easy or hard, or it is what I thought it was. There's just something um, supernatural mm-hmm. or uh, oh, spiritual yeah. that is very, very heavy yeah. weight. It's a weight yeah. of ministry that you carry, and you're learning, and yeah. you're learning and growing, and you're yeah. trying to serve, and you're trying to lead, and you're trying to. Mm-hmm. Do all the things. I appreciate your answer, yeah. though. That's pretty good. Yeah. Well, I think God on just, the spot like that. That's pretty good. <laughs> I think that's what God does. Is he? He's like, okay. Well, you need to grow. We need to grow, right? Yeah. And so he's gonna, one way or another, he's going to bring allow circumstances into our life that uh, that are going to stretch us, and and hopefully we turn to him and yeah. and depend on him through it. So I think yeah, you know, ministry does that. 
there. It seems to be doing that. And I think the other thing, and I've talked to you before about this, is like with uh, with law enforcement, you have uh, a lot of training, right? Mm-hmm. There's just like, okay, you go to this school, you learn how to interrogate people. You go here, you learn how to, you know, do a crime scene. You know, like there's all of these like little things and there's a very set way of, of doing things. Right. Mm-hmm. And ministry is the people business and law yeah. enforcement is too, but look different. You yeah. know, the ministry is the, the people business and, uh, you are, yeah, it's, it's not, it's not, uh, as black and white. It's yeah. not, uh, you know, it's, it's more just kind of figuring things yeah. out and relying on God to, to work through situations. And, yeah. So. Cause the scriptures are really clear. They're black and white. Yeah, absolutely. They are. But interpreting yeah. those scriptures as you interpret people and situations yeah. is, whoa. Yeah. It can be really hard and very complex because, yeah. um, you know, there's a lot of things not written in Scripture that you have to figure out on a day-to-day basis of, yeah, how do I handle this situation? What about this conversation? What oh. about this dynamic that I didn't know about? And there's yeah. no Bible verse. There's no strict Bible verse about it. Yeah. And I've got to interpret it through Bible verses and I've got to interpret it and yeah. handle it and apply it. Yeah. It's hard. Yeah. It's in, crazy. in the secular world, you can just kind of be like, <clears throat> okay, here was the situation and uh, I'm just going to ignore it and it's done. Yeah. Right. Like, and uh, in ministry, it's not that way. <laughs> like, it doesn't, whatever it is, isn't going away. No. <laughs> it's your church family, yeah, man. It's your church we're, family. We're living life together. And you got the thing. Yeah, you got to deal different. with it. It's yeah. good. So It is wonderful. Good uh, answer. Good job. <laughs> okay, I'm done interrogating. Okay, all right. <laughs> well, okay. I'm done. How about this? Since you flip the script back that, where it's supposed to be. We'll flip it back since we were on Lima. So, what are you going to Lima for? Let's talk about that. Like, what are you doing in Lima? Um, I'm still trying to figure that out. <laughs> You just you, hopefully you brought your trunks so you can go swimming. I mean, that's what it is, right? Like, Amen. Just gotta go jump. In Amen. The I am bringing my swimming trunks. Hey, that's, that's true. Good. That's Absolutely, true story. you should. Yeah. No, we are going on a church planting survey trip. Okay. So we are going to observe and inspire and educate church planting in Lima. So mm-hmm. Lima is a city of 11 million. We know missionaries. Stephen Kelly Frerichs, Cole and Debbie Albright, Joseph and Kimberly Frerichs, and a whole host of other characters, Jorge, Daniel, other other pastors and leaders in Lima. Um, and we will be observing their church. We'll mm-hmm. be meeting with their pastors and their leaders. And uh, we will be, you know, taking notes. We'll be asking hard questions. We'll be going through celebrating, you know, big visions that they have of planting churches um, throughout the city of Lima. And so uh, we're going to be tra- traveling to different pockets of the city and checking out different areas that they're ambitious to plant churches in. We'll be go- digging in deep with their leaders to see what is real and what's not real. Uh, you know, what's just, you know, a, a pipe dream versus a real dream. Mm-hmm. Like, and, and we'll try to see what kind of agreement or what kind of encouragement, what kind of blessing what kind of you know challenge we can be to them um, yeah. in regards to how Engage Network plants churches in Des Moines area, central Iowa area. And I'll be going with Dave Heisterkamp, who's the lead pastor at Lakeside Fellowship in Polk City, and Adam Beecher, who's the lead pastor in New City Church in North Ankeny. So we'll be mm. going to lead pastors and myself, which is going to be a very good time because <laughs> the, those guys are very dear friends and we like to have a good time when we travel. Yeah. So it's going to be a ton of fun and i'm really excited for it be quick trip 
So just five days, six days, five nights, six days. So it's just super fast. Yeah. According to global, global missions, trip standards, it's very short. So we'll just be down there, um, really filling every hour when we're down there yeah. and then coming back up. So it's one of those trips where I will probably be more tired mm-hmm. upon arriving than I was leaving, uh, because it's going to be heavy lifting spiritually, yep. mentally, hmm. emotionally while I'm down there. So it'll be good. Yeah. Yeah. Excited. Yeah. And you'll have to look out for Cole cause I'm sure he's going to be trying to get you at every opportunity. That's so. right. Yep. Cole's uh, always going to be looking to do something physical to me. Yes. Um, salmon. Yep. Uh, I can't remember what the other word was that he used to do back in the day. But anyway, he'll yep. probably he has he has antics. That's what you need to know. If you yep. don't know Cole Albright, he has antics. Yep. <laughs> and uh, they're, they're here's the thing. I'm staying with Cole and Debbie um, for all the nights that I'm there, which oh, will be great. Cool. And, but I know one thing for sure. Cole will have antics, which will be fine. Yep. Um, and they'll have great coffee. Oh, I'm yes. so excited for the coffee. Oh, oh yeah, man. dude. Yeah, We're talking Peruvian fresh coffee oh yeah. cool bring it yeah that's yeah you gotta, awesome. you gotta have some perks with all those meetings and stuff right. so you got the coffee the coffee is good. excellent down there yeah so be good well that's exciting you and i were talking about how like big lima is and i didn't realize like you know how big lima is huge huge massive yeah unbelievably large city yeah so such an opportunity yeah they really have um if god's in this and we've been fasting and praying and and try to encourage them. If God's in this, um, this is a very significant church planting opportunity for them yeah. down there. And if we can get behind them from the American side and the partnership side, like the 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 harvest of souls is is potentially really cool. So yeah. we'll just see. We're just going to be humble about it and go down and kind of just take it as it comes. Yep. So no expectations. Just. Uh, you know, just an expectation of worshiping Jesus and talking with gratitude about what God's done at Engage and Living Waters and Central Iowa, and hopefully we can be a blessing to them. Yeah, yeah, that's good. That's good. All right. Yeah. So uh, that's that's good on uh, Lima, and hopefully, uh, yeah, reach out to Josh or uh, you know even uh, Chris and Fiorella. They know quite a bit about Lima. Uh, yeah. If you want to know more, we got a uh, we have a strong connection to Peru. Yeah. Here. Yeah. It's God's just set it up. Mm-hmm. With lots of people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we even had some visitor this recently. Yeah, that was Kristen, from. Kristen Fiorella's friend that came to church Sunday. Uh, she's from she's from Lima, yep. and uh, she had a great great time here at Living Waters, and yeah. uh, we're super encouraged by that. So, yeah, that's yeah. cool. All right, on to the next on to the next Onward. segment the uh, the conversation on the message. Okay, so you were preaching out of Luke seven one through ten. Yes. And, uh, you know, I've got your I've got your points written down and everything here. So you don't have to remember all of that (laughs) on the the spot. But I better remember what I preach. I better. Yes. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. I better. How how long how long is it from when you preach a message to when you start forgetting? Oh, my points. (laughs) Like a week, two weeks. By the time you start prepping the next one, you're (laughs) 17 minutes. (laughs) No, sometimes it's crazy. Sometimes I'll remember certain sermons like super well, like hyper clear. I can remember my sermon points. I can remember everything I said. Yeah. Other sermons. Yeah, not so much. Other sermons. I don't remember at all or I don't remember anything. In fact, I had Bonnie Pearson. She came up. She came up to me at our shepherding group uh, gathering the other night. She said, 
Pastor, what you said, I'll never forget what you said in wow. the sermon. And it was like from five years ago or something or four years ago. Yeah. And she said it. And I, she's like, that moved me so wow. much. I still remember it. Yeah. In my mind, I'm like, I have no recollection of this. Oh, my. Whatsoever. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's just a super it's funny. Yeah. It's a funny and humbling time mm-hmm. when you realize it's not about you at all. Yeah. It's about God. Yeah. It's about what God says to people while you preach the word. But it, she just said, I remember when you said it's not about inviting Jesus into your heart. It's about inviting Jesus into your heart. Yeah. And I'm like, wow, that's a good that's a really good word. I need to take notes on that. That's good. Who preached that? Who said that? <laughs> <laughs> She's like, you did. I'm like, okay. Uh, so yeah, it's, it depends. Yeah. Sometimes you forget it. I do remember this Sunday's message really well, so I don't, That's I don't good. need the notes. Do you ever think. have it? <clears throat> do you ever have it where, because uh, I know you practice, uh, and we've talked about this before, yeah. where you, you, you will go down in the tunnel and you yeah. preach the message. Uh-huh. When you're preaching the message, are you ever, because I've, I've had this where I'm preaching the message and I'm like, and God is like working on me oh, yeah. while I'm preaching the oh, message yeah. like alone where nobody oh, yeah. else is around. And I, I, yeah, I think it's such a, that's such a cool thing of ministry. I really enjoy that. Yeah. 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 I think you get a lot more out of studying and preaching than, um, than anybody else does. I think a healthy public yeah. speaker does. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, I've had many a moments in the tunnel <laughs> down <Yeah>. below <laughs> Where I'm just like, oh, if I could just capture this moment. Oh, yeah. And multiply it or mm. replicate it later on this morning. So it becomes a prayer. You know, yeah. when you worship Jesus through your message, it's like, man, God, this is awesome. Yeah. Like, you're teaching me so much. Give me the grace to to have this Holy Spirit moment yeah. when I'm up in front of people yeah. preaching God's word on a stage. Give me that same freedom of the Spirit, the unction of the Spirit. Um, sometimes it happens yeah. really clearly. Sometimes it does not. <laughs> sometimes yeah. it's just a, you just, it's a struggle and you're just, you're just grinding through a message. But yeah. sometimes the Holy Spirit is gracious and just allows you to, to worship just like you did yeah. when you're practicing it. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. Yeah. I love it's that. Good. Yeah. The Holy Spirit's in the prep. Yep. I think uh, Beg said something like that. Sometimes more so. Yeah. I've <laughs> been in the delivery. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So what? Okay. So what stuck out? I mean, I know you wrote the message, but like, what? What stuck out to you most uh, from the message? Oh man, I two parts. You know, so I talked about how the centurion was warm to God, mm. and then he was, you know, in a place of desperation, and then he was in a place of humility, and then he was a place in a place of faith. And I think what stuck out to me the most in my heart was the warming. Mm. Um, just the, I was overwhelmed, overwhelmed by the fact that Jesus Christ warms up the hearts yeah. of sinners long mm. before they ever get saved. Yeah. God is at work. He's sovereign in salvation. And I just think it just, it just made my heart leap for joy. Yeah. It's not because I, I, I don't have to have this massive pressure on me. I go find where God is moving and I join him in that. And I quoted Henry Blackaby yep. and experiencing God. Love that quote. And, um, yeah, I just, that really did it. And then the faith, you know, say the word when he said, say the word and my servant will yeah. be healed that hyper touched me, um, in my, in my heart, in my mind, like the power of the word of God, mm-hmm. the power of the word of Jesus. I don't need more than the word. Mm-hmm. I just need Jesus's word. Mm-hmm. That's what I need to get to heaven. 
That's what I need to give people. That's what I need to receive in my soul is the word of God, the word of Christ. And, you know, when Jesus says a word to someone, like it's over. Yeah. It's over. Yeah. Like, like people will get saved. They get corrected. They get rebuked. They grow. They change. They get transformed by the word of Jesus. That's, yep. that's all I need. And yeah. that is such a, uh, just a powerful thought of walking by that kind of faith. Like Jesus can change anybody, Yeah, anybody, whether I'm talking Amen. about, you know, like political figures, our president, senators, you know, if I'm running into the sports world or the local, the local headlines of Des Moines. And mm-hmm. I just like, dude, all it takes is Jesus saying the word yeah. to people and they will change. Yep. They will be saved. They'll change. And so that was good. I yeah. love that. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I took away. That's cool. Yeah. Well, I, I texted you like <laughs> right off the message. I love that wheel, you know, the, uh, Oh yeah. The, and I just talked about this a little bit, but where it starts out, we're, we're made weak in some sort of situation or we, we realize our yeah. weakness and then we have a time of desperation and, yes. uh, we realize that we're desperate and humbles us. And, yes. uh, and then that brings us around to faith in Jesus, hopefully. And yeah. so I like, you know, I like that you talked about it as a, as an unbeliever, but also to the believer, like this yeah. is the same process in a believer's life where God does things, brings things, allows things into our lives that, mm-hmm. that, uh, shows us our weakness and our desperation for him and, uh, and humbles us. Yeah. And then, and then hopefully we respond in faith. Yes. And, uh, yes, I think that's so, that's so important, you know, to when you're, when you're in the grind yep. and you can't see, you Amen. don't know what, what is going on or why something is happening. Uh, you just go, okay, well, this is the wheel, right? God's got me in this weakness. Mm-hmm. He's got me in the desperation. Mm-hmm. He's humbling me, you know, so that I can grow in my faith, yeah. you know? Amen. And so, yeah. Yeah. So I love that. Yeah. I think it helps Christians not lose their minds. Yeah. Like this is not some aimless, purposeless experience that I'm experiencing as a Christian, this hard thing. Sometimes Christians get isolated in their thoughts to think, like, God, there is no purpose for this. There's no purpose for my pain. Yeah. There's no purpose for my desperation and suffering. And I think I think you just see it. Like, no, God is so good. It's mm. part of a process called sanctification. Yeah. Your desperation will lead to your humility. Yeah. Your humility, though not enjoyable at the time, yeah. will reap forward a harvest of righteousness. Yeah. And you will believe in Jesus more than you ever have before. Mm-hmm. And you're going to be warm to God mm-hmm. in new ways. And then you go through that whole cycle again. You just go through it again and again because um, that's just the way this life works. Yeah. And you go through that cycle again with more confidence, though. Yep. You're yep. like, dude, I've been through this before. Yeah. I can go through this again. Yes. Except I'll be stronger in the midst of it. So. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. Praise I the love Lord. That. Love that. Okay, so we got a we got a couple of minutes left. <laughs> yes, so sir. we've got uh things that are that are upcoming here. So this releases obviously Thursday morning. So the following night for men is men's and guys, we wait till the last minute to sign up for this kind of thing. Yes. So uh so go ahead and sign up. Amen. Now, now is your cue. Like now. Now now. Now now. Now. Pull up Church now. Center app and sign up. Now. Come uh, on, dude. Yeah. It's gonna Get be, going. It's going to be good. <laughs> Uh, so men's soup and movie night. The movie is uh, one of the mission, the newer Mission Impossible movie. Uh, and and uh, Adam Norker, I saw in his message that uh, you know he probably be on VidAngel, so he'll yes. he'll bleep out the stuff that needs to be bleeped out, that That's sort right. of thing. So it uh, should be a good time. Um, there's always some really good soups that are there. 
Um, so yeah, if you love soup and you love movies, uh, come on out. Yep. And, um, so that's this Friday <clears throat> and then baptism Sunday is coming up March yes. 24th. Baptism Sunday. Palm Sunday. Palm Sunday. Yeah. And so have you heard of any for sure's yet that, that are like, yeah, I'm, I want to get baptized on Palm Sunday. Yes. I think we have two, uh, people that are for sure Cameron Heitkamp and Tracy Steiner yes. right now. So yes. It's exciting. We got a list of about 16 yeah. <laughs> people that need to get baptized. And yeah. it's just always a matter of walking by faith, yeah. making the decision. And uh, yeah, a lot of follow-ups to do on that. But yeah, there's a lot of people at church that have been saved recently. And even in the last couple of years, it's been awesome to watch. And mm-hmm. you know, just taking that step of, bapti- of baptism is a big one. Yeah. So uh, yeah, it's coming up. Yep. Right around it's the coming corner. up. Coming up. And then also on the same day, basketball league starts on Palm, oh Palm Sunday. Basketball league. Basketball league. Uh, yeah. So uh, Josh hasn't transferred over to pickleball yet. He's still doing basketball. Yep. And uh, yeah, there's there's a young man's league, an old man's league. Uh, Just four spots left in the old man's league. Four, that's all that's left. Four spots. Five on five young man's league. Totally full. Oh yeah. Completely full. Oh really? Sixty four players playing in our five v five league. We're wow. gonna have twenty. We have 20 right now signed up for the 3v3 league, and if that gets all the way full, like we hope it will, we'll have almost 90 guys That's playing cool. basketball. Wow! From wow. the community and other churches, and in our church and all over the place. Yeah. So wow. Yeah, yeah, we could probably talk for hours about how many, you know evangelistic opportunities have come out of that in the past. So oh that's my. pretty cool. That'd be a whole podcast. It'd be a whole, it could be a whole podcast, but yep. actually uh, I have talked to the sports committee about coming in sometime. So hey. we'll, have to, we'll have to do that. Yes. Um, but yeah. So shout outs, uh, people that are on your mind, on your heart that, uh, have just been kind of sticking out lately to you. Julie Sparks, Julie Sparks, Julie Sparks. Um, she lit up our room. Uh, we had our shepherding, uh, gathering shepherding group, gathering at our church, at our house the other night. We had about 35 adults that came out. Um, it was super good. Julie Sparks really blessed me mm-hmm. and blessed a lot of people. Yeah. Just with her wonderful, raw yep. honesty. I love it. And humor. Yes. She was super hilarious. So yeah. Julie Sparks, she's in the Silver Saints, and I just I love our Silver Saints. Yeah. I love our, our older folks that God has given us, yeah. incredible people. Yeah. Uh, they love Jesus, and I just love that whole group. I love every every person in our Silver Saints group. I'm like, man, alive. Yeah. They're home run hitters. They love the Lord. They're faithful. Yeah, We can learn a lot from that generation. Yep. We can learn a lot from the boomer generation about how to be faithful yeah. and stick with things. Yeah. And uh, Julie Sparks, that's yep. my shout-out. Oh, cool. Well, mine's also a Silver Saint, and it's Kathy Pepin. Oh, Kathy Pepin. Yes, Kathy 100%. Pepin. 100%. Yeah, she, was, she just had this whole uh, Galentine's Day, and she helped people, like, create cards. And then, you know, and Holly was just telling me that uh, she wants to help create some cards for us to take with us to the missions trip in Guatemala and to the kids Incredible. there. And I'm like— that's just that's just so cool. She's got such a big heart. So she's uh, incredible. Yeah, yep. yeah. Really thankful for Kathy Pepin and all the Silver Saints. So yeah. But that's the end of our time. And uh, yeah. So thank you for listening in. Hopefully uh, you have a good rest of the day. And hope to see you Sunday. See you later. See ya.